plague is caused by a bacteria called Yersinia pestis, and most of the time humans get it from a flea bite. Back when plague was rampant and there was no treatment for it, plague could get into people's blood and it could turn their limbs black and that's where we get the term Black Death. When the plague struck the Roman Empire in the sixth century, it went on to kill 25 million people. Eventually, the plague wiped out 60% of Europe. Now, before there were antibiotics, the plague would kill between 66 and 93% of people who got it. Now, with antibiotics, that mortality rate goes down to about 16%. So typically, every year in the United States, one person dies of the plague and seven people get sick. Fever, abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting. If you get these symptoms and you're living in an area where it's known that the plague has been before, then you should go seek help from your doctor. And you should definitely go to your doctor if you develop huge lymph nodes. Sometimes people with the plague, they get lymph nodes the size of a chicken egg. Also, the Centers for Disease Control says you should never feed rodents like squirrels and rats, and you certainly shouldn't touch them after they've died. We've done a great job of getting rid of the plague almost entirely in this country. Better hygiene goes a long way, but you can't entirely get rid of the bacteria. It's not just a dark ages bacteria, it's still with us. After an extraordinary act of defiance from the mayor of Manchester, Andy Burnham. We have unanimously opposed the government's plans for Tier 3. Alright, I hate that. You, you ever notice when you go to these news sites and you watch one video, then every other picture on the page comes alive? I mean, come on, that's absolutely ridiculous. So, let's get started with the show. This is The Daily. I am Thomas Fry, and I am glad to know you are listening right and watching right now or whatever you're doing, because we are about the truth and the news, and we are about advanced studio setup. So we're going to get into both of these today in the next half hour, and I'm going to do a little bit of studio and a little bit of news, because this news is just so important. Alright, Supreme Court to hear case tied to Trump's policies on Mexican border. And I highlighted the area, and the highlight when I printed it, now I can't read it. So, <laughs> new show, I'm working on it. Um, the U.S. Supreme Court said it will... Uh, here are cases that involve the U.S. remain in Mexico policy on the border wall. Two of President Trump's most controversial attempts to limit migration across the southern border with Mexico. The court did not say when it would hear the cases, but arguments will likely be heard after the November 3rd election. The outcome of this next month's presidential election could render both uh, case meet if Trump loses his re-election bid. So in other words, uh, we'll only have so much of the wall built and we ain't getting no more built. I wanted to see the whole damn wall built. I don't know about y'all, 
But, yes, I do say y'all, and I do say dude, and I don't care if that tells you how old I am. Don't care. Alright. I got some important news that y'all need to know. I don't know if you looked it up or if you've been following it, but this is pertaining to you. Because it leaves a question wide open, and the question is, if we all have to stay in our homes... How do we support ourselves? So if you can no longer go to work, can you just whip up a business on the internet that makes money? It takes years of figuring out what you're doing and, you know, all that stuff. You know, it takes time to figure out what you're doing. And don't mind me bouncing around. Uh, as you all know, I got a fake leg. And uh, it's hard to stand, but I want to do this show standing. Uh, coronavirus cases rise to the highest level since late July. Coronavirus outbreaks picking up speed in the dozens in dozens of states in the U.S. and now climbing steadily toward a new peak in cases that may soon rival the summer surge. When the country hit more than 60,000 infections on an average day for weeks in a row. On Friday, U.S. cases surged higher than they had been since July, hitting nearly 70,000 in one day. The seven-day average now is more than 56,000 cases a day. New cases have gone up by 30% two weeks ago. try all right that's what i say you want to you 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 want to debunk it but this is what he says i have been feeling that covid 1984 had a bacterial element to it so i started reading old newspaper articles starting in 1970 which were the first documentation of coronavirus in the media over the years the coronavirus was written about mainly as a virus that affects calves that's baby cows for those you don't know but the articles always made a point to say but it can come for you too to, to try to scare the shit out of everyone around the mid 1980s i started seeing articles about bacteria and possible impact on viruses and the cold Eventually, it came to the obvious, especially with the superbugs that people were getting hit hard because of both being in patient system at one at once. Statistically, two-thirds of pneumonia cases are caused by bacteria. Roughly, 
and today we have around 100,000 pneumonia deaths that are not attributed to COVID. Just meaning that this year's jump over 200 percent is only July. Something is up here. I have not heard anything about potentially dangerous and extremely resistant, possibly flesh-eating bacteria. Recently, have you... Oh, and China has the plague. Okay. First of all, we're not dealing with the flesh-eating bacteria. I mean, it's, it's out there, but it's in such low numbers. Why would you even mention it? You're trying to scare people. Trying to scare people to get them to come watch your channel. I think that's low, man. That That's... Man, dig yourself a grave, okay? Coronavirus. Causes, I've already read that. So we'll go on to the next one. Alright, now this is about the plague in China. I heard him say that little comment at the end, so I did some research. And, holy crap, it's all over the news over there. It's in Mog Mongolia right now, and it is the bubonic plague. Yeah, uh, you heard me right. Let me move by the microphone. It is bubonic plague. That is not good, because we buy all our goods comes from China. So that means anybody and everybody, and we buy stuff from Magnolia. Uh, We buy stuff from over there in Upper China, too, so, um, you know, you need to be careful. China seals off village after bubonic plague death in Inner Mongolia. Authorities of the Chinese regime, region of the Inner Mongolia have sealed off a village after a resident there died of bubonic plague. A centuries-old disease responsible for the most deadly pandemic in human history. As you heard at the beginning of the show, millions died. Okay? The patient died of a circulatory system failure. According to the statement, it did not mention how the patient had caught the plague. So, they don't know where they got it from, but they know now it's out there. You can't. Once something's out there, you pretty much can't stop it. Now, like she said, bubonic plague with antibiotics will be down to 16%. But that 16% is young children, the elderly, and people like me with, that have had health problems. So I need to be extra careful. I think you should too. And I think this is worth taking the time that we are taking to go over what we're doing, okay? To curb the spread of the disease, authorities sealed off the Sunji Exkun village where the dead patient lived and ordered daily disinfection of homes. All villages, villagers have so far tested negative for the disease, the statement said. Um, nine Chinese contacts and 28 secondary contacts of the patient have been quarantined and tested negative, the commission said. Uh, Demano Banner, the district where the village is located, had been put on level 
three, a level three alert for plague prevention, the second lowest of a four level system until the end of the year. Okay, so um, it right now it is still over in Mongolia. They think they've got it locked down. Cool. But you know that shit never works. Okay? They always miss someone he talked to. And if everyone uh, tested negative, I don't know. Was the test good? Bubonic plague is extremely, extremely. Why don't I just step on my own cords? It is extremely extremely bad okay it passes from person to person more simply than uh corona 19 does okay um so if that starts if that starts running around the bubonic plague if that starts running around the world and even with antibiotics what 16 percent which is a lot of 7 billion people Okay, we're talking 100 million, 150 million. So it won't be like it did before on a 2.5 million basis. That'd be bad. That's 65% of the people died. You're talking 16%. If it stays at that number because the antibiotics works and doesn't mutate to a new one like the coronavirus has. And I don't know how I'm going to read this. My last story before we get into uh, showing you about the studio, we're going to start getting into the computers. Um, I, uh, tomorrow we will do a, I'll use a different camera tomorrow, and I will show you all the numbers. I'll show you the memory, the everything there is. I can do screen sharing. We have to do one computer a day because I don't want to drop the stream to, in order to go to the next one. But I, I don't know if you've noticed, um, all my walls are now covered. We figured out a way to get the stupid foam things up. So my studio is uh, acoustically almost perfect. Um, so I hope you can hear me better. And there's that. Uh, antibiotic resistance, the hidden threat, lurk beyond COVID-19 by Julie... Gerbending. Now, Gerbending used to be in charge of the CDC. Um, she's an American infectious disease expert and the former director of the U.S. Centers for De Disease Control and Prevention and administrator of the Agency for Tox Toxic Substances and Disease Registry. Gerbending led the CDC's efforts to prepare and counter terrorism. The highlights of the critical need for rapid development, vaccines, and antiviral treatments to reduce the number of hospitalization deaths caused by this dangerous new coronavirus. SARS-CoV-2, the uh, biopharmaceutical What was that? Oh, stupid phone. 
and has quickly responded in at least 80 um, candidates already in development with good luck and we will eventually hear some of the tools that we need to fight this deadly disease. Oh, all right, let's let's just do a quick chat about this and figure out what we're going to do because I think everybody needs to sit around the kitchen table and talk about this. Um, you're trapped in your own house. You can only do what you can do from your home. Uh, half the workers are working. Half the businesses in this country are down the tubes, filed for bankruptcy or just absorbed themselves into nothing. I'm struggling with my business. It's just people are afraid to do anything and half the businesses are closed. Um, where are you going to get your money to pay your rent from? How are you going to buy food? I had a friend of mine, he's doing really good because he's online. So he's making money that way and he's growing huge in these times. Um, all the uh, events, all the conventions, all the everything. I mean, we were already, by this time this year, we would have been at five conventions. Blue Collar Politics would have broadcasted live from Comic Cons and it would have been awesome. Um, but all that got shut down and went virtual. Well, I can't, I can't have a live radio show where I can talk to people walking around online because there's nobody walking around. So I can't see the different costumes and stuff. So we were upset about that. But is there going to be one in the future? I don't know. It, the part of the country where most of the stuff happens is... is um, 200% higher of COVID-19 than the rest of the country. Our cases down here in Florida are, are mellowing a little bit. We're not going up as much as we were. We're kind of getting control of it. But we got so many businesses out of business. What are you going to do? You know, how are you going to make your income? God, we can't live on government money forever. They can't just keep printing money. Um... At some point, you're going to lose everything as far as uh, you're just going to run out of money. Um, things are a little different uh, in this in this COVID-19 war. It's harder to make friends. It's harder to get a girlfriend. Everything now is online. And you can't tell who you're talking to. You don't know if what they're... Because now a person is only what they portray on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And we're on all those sites, by the way. Um, hit our Patreon, uh, Paradigm Nights, www.patreon, Paradigm Nights, if you like the show and uh, click a little help button or buy a t-shirt or something, that would really help us out. We're trying to run a business and feed our, feed our families from from here uh, because going out there just doesn't pay. I mean, hell, I got a college degree and I'm still at home. A lot of the business that I do is working with other businesses. Well, if they're all struggling, then there's no help. 
So, where are we at? We are, whoa, we are, we went through almost this entire show on just these pandemics and stuff like that. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm just going to talk about the sound deadening and that type of stuff. So, let me move the camera. I have to spin so my cord stays here. Alright, you see those panels? These panels right here. We stapled them to cardboard and then screwed the cardboard to the wall. Now, it does not matter, it does not matter where, you know, as long as you've got some on the walls, you definitely want to have them behind your computers and electronic equipment so it don't pick up any of the, the weird sounds from the back of the system. Um, but this is like a, uh, it's a cheap thing. I paid uh, less than 100 bucks for 96 of these squares. I think we got six left, so I'm going to put those up today just to make the box empty. And I'll see about ordering more because I want to cover everything. I want to go across the ceiling and everything because it's going to be a couple of years till I can get the addition built and get the new studio built, which was the whole point of buying a house so I could have a nice studio. So hopefully that will work just fine. Um, but if you're taking notes, let's go over. Uh, the last thing I'll talk to you about today is I want to go over equipment. All right. I run two computers with all my sound equipment. That's very basic knowledge. Okay. So no matter what computer you have you still need another one to get into the advanced because if you don't have two computers you can't run all this stuff i'm talking about so you need to have two computers and i just want to make sure you guys understand that in order to be able to use any of the information we're going to be getting into and that's why i've done you know several shows that we haven't really got into it yet is because I want to make sure that you have enough equipment to be able to do what I'm talking about and we will run it wire for wire knob for knob we will go over the whole thing in detail I will spend um, I'm hoping to do it in a week, but we'll probably take two weeks, and then any questions, we'll answer them on shows, and I'm sure I'll have a couple of audio experts come on and talk about software and how important that is, and that way you can say, hey, I heard this shit on the daily, and the daily is a short podcast, live cast. I do the initial show on, as a live cast. And then I upload it as a podcast. So, to me, it's hashtag livecast. I coined that term, and I'm trying to get that name out. We are doing livecast because you see all my mistakes. I ain't trying to hide nothing. I'm a normal person just like you are. So, hang on. We got some cool stuff coming at you. I want to get you set up right from the beginning and give you time you know, if you only have one computer and think you're going to go to advanced systems, that ain't going to work. you you got to have more than one. you got to have a minimum of two, okay? That's important. We'll go into other stuff as we get going. 
the best thing I can tell you is if you're listening to this, tell me what equipment you got. Put it in the, um, the chat room at the bottom. Um, hit any one, of, any one of the chat rooms, I will get it because all those feed into my one chat answer machine I got. So um, let me know what you got and I'll be more than happy to help you out. Remember, this is not a one, one laptop, single microphone without telling you what to do with the computer settings. I'm talking advanced people that already understand how to set it up basically. They already have been doing podcasts, stuff like that and want to get into a professional system like I got here where I'm talking to you on a camera, on a tripod, and I got a multi-computer system here, and I can rock and roll. I can handle any type of guest. They can call in on any phone number, and I got it. So check me out. Don't forget, Blue Collar Paradigm, brand new show, January 5th, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock. And my new co-host, Jennifer Malik, will be with me. And it's going to be an awesome show, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be an awesome show. So stick around. We'll get into a bunch of stuff. And have a nice day. May God bless you and yours. Be cool with your family. I'm out.